The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll look at Dundee's draw against Inverness at Dens. We finally score a penalty, and we'll look at Cameron's goal that should have been allowed. We'll also preview the Partick game on Tuesday at Dens Park, as well as looking ahead at Saturday's game away to Cove. We'll also give you some news on what's happening on the D-Archive, as well as looking back at the D-Archive with On This Day. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast, the most ill-prepared Dundee podcast on the whole World Wide Web. I'm your host, Daniel Smith, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Paul Gray. Great to be back, Danny. Feeling better? I feel absolutely fantastic. I've shook off the cold. I'm back, ready to go. And then the result on Saturday brings me back down. Ah. <sighs> Here we go. Yeah. But before we go into the the match, I would just like to say, uh, also, me and Paul were speaking about music just randomly on last week's podcast. And um, Stuart Gale, who resides in, I think it's Nagoya, Japan, he's a Dundee fan. He actually got in touch with us and um, just asked for a wee plug for his band. He's a lead vocalist in an alternative rock band. So they're called Starcat, S-T-A-R-K-E-T. Uh, all the one word, uh, have a look at them on Spotify and I think they might be on Apple and stuff like that. I listened to the, the first and second album and it was actually quite good. I liked the, one of the songs, I think it was Coming Down or Coming Home. It was, uh, it was a nice one. So there we go. Stuart, a good a listener away in Japan. Who would have thought? That's unbelievable. <laughs> Dundee <laughs> stretching far and wide. <laughs> also, he's Dundonian. So <laughs> but yeah, that's that. And also... Um, we shout out to the South East section who are uh, raising funds for a flag display, I think, on the last game, last home game of the season against Cove. Yeah, Cove. Yep. Rangers. Yeah, so they're doing a display for that. They're accepting donations. Um, just looking at their uh, tweet that they put out, they want to raise money for as many flags to fill up the seats for the last home game on the 29th April against Cove Rangers. This will mark the group's one-year anniversary and also a great opportunity at this game. It could be massive for the Ds at the same time. The flags mm-hmm. purchased will be reusable so they can do the same again in the future. So if you go onto their Twitter or Facebook pages or if you know anybody that is in the selfie section, just drop them a line and give them a, a wee donation if possible. I think they're up to £500 already. And the target pounds, so still plenty of time to go. And I'm positive they will do it. Yeah, they will 100%. Man, brilliant. Quite looking forward to seeing a flag display. Yeah, I remember seeing teams about five, ten years ago doing that. And I used to think to myself, What's all that about? But after seeing (laughs) Dundee, but after seeing Dundee start doing it, I was like, Yeah, I'm fully on board with this now. So let's uh, let's get the lads the funds to, to do the business in the stands. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. 
But that's enough padding for this podcast. Let's get on to the football match. So I was in Vaness at Dens. Inverness have been doing not too good. Billy Dodds, his coat is on a sugarly peg. I think even Inverness fans shut abuse at him and give him abuse at every turn of the, the road. And as anybody does, they come to Dens and they get a point. <laughs> I, think, I think I read something like the, they've only won like twice in 16 games in the league. Yeah. <laughs> you know what and I mean? If, and um, they've not won like against any team in the bottom out with the bottom two since October. <sighs> I think the both wins have came against teams at the bottom, eh? And uh what a start. Not, yeah, I mean so they're kind of languishing in the mid table more towards the end of the bottom half. Even though the gap is more substantial to from that to the playoffs. But anywho, um it was That's a game some that, research that you've done there, Danny. That's researching all the time, mate. That is to the maximum. You can me. Oofed. Notes. Listen, listen to that. That's sheets of paper with stuff written down on it. It's practically a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I had no but, time. I had no time for cutting it down and preparing that no. tree. I was like, just let me chisel down my stats. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Paul, it's no laughing matter. We're no, no, it's not. it's not. Let's get back to serious. Serious, <laughs> serious. Shite. What are you fucking laughing at? It's not even fucking funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. You're just making me laugh today. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wee day to the uh, boy at the protest, actually. You never clicked on that one, did you? No. Ah, boo. <laughs> yes. But anyway, let's, let's get back on board to the game. Yeah, okay. It started off good. Penalty. Actually, just before we got that penalty, I was speaking to uh, Martin and Stephen Tosh, who's sitting in front of me. I was actually saying to them, I hope the fuck we didn't get a penalty in these games. It says, because mm-hmm. I actually feel we're going to miss them. And right away, Robinson brought down penalty, and everybody's just like, I would actually hey VAR here, just to no gear set, because we're that bad at them just now. Oh, um, we're, going to get, we're going to score one at one point, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, and thankfully it came there. And to be honest, see all the penalties we've taken, that's probably the worst one because he scuffs it into the bottom corner. All he scuffed, that... the keeper went the right, <laughs> if, if the keeper went the right way, he would have, yeah. God, all the other penalties that we've taken um, have been well struck penalties. Mm-hmm. This one, probably the worst at the bunch, but it goes in the back of the net. We trundler, yeah. Yep. They all they all count though. I don't care. Oh Great yeah. Apparently. Sends the keeper the wrong way. Probably apparently. Yep. I mean uh Inverness had a chance just before that. I think mm-hmm. the boys header, uh lovely Harper. save from Legston. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the follow up to that as well. Yeah, but good save. Apart from that, and obviously we'll go into their goal, that's all Inverness basically offered in this game. That was it. That was it. Absolutely obviously, nothing. They were missing Billy Mackay. He was sent off in the 94th minute during the week at their defeat against Hamilton. So the main, their main man missed the game. And it showed they were missing somebody like that up top because they, they didn't offer nothing at all. They offered absolutely nothing. That's why for me, I just think it's a really difficult one to take. Mm-hmm. For me also, anyway. They were, there was also incidents in, in the game. We had two disallowed goals. The first one, Ashcroft's header. It's hard to see what was wrong with that because the highlight package doesn't really show much. It just shows Ashcroft uh, leaping above 
the defender and head right in the back of the net. But mm-hmm. behind him is a Cali player, like a tortoise on his back in the penalty box. So something must have happened there for, the, for a foul to happen. See at the time though, see at the time, like watching it, we were virtually on the halfway line and it was a goal. It was a legit goal. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Great wee Duncan Faye McMullen, keeper in no man's land and it just looked like Ashcroft wanted it. Like he wanted it more than anybody like that was yeah. there. But then there's some people saying um, he was all over his man um, and like it says, there was other people saying that he wanted it more. I'm with the latter. He, he, he wanted it more. And yeah. their, their defence just crumbled under the the defenders just crumbled under the pressure for him. Like, pff, uh, that was a hard one to take. But you could see probably why it wouldn't be given. But it's a tough one to tough one to take that. Yeah. I, t- I don't actually see nothing wrong in the header, looking back. No. <laughs> no. Nothing at all. So it must be the the boy that had been snipered behind him <laughs> that the foul's been given against. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pish. Mm-hmm. Pish. I mean, we did have we did have plenty of chances chances in this game that we'll go on about, but we may as well get this absolute shit equaliser that Cali got out of the way. Yeah, because, you might as well. Yeah, it came. Am I right in saying it came from a free kick and done Cali's half for Dundee, and all of a sudden they're on the break. They're running we up. The boy takes a weak shot, but it just takes a deflection of Sweeney and goes into the back of the net. And it kind of, it kind of sums up the Dundee's form since the turn of the year. Yeah, me. bang on, mate. Bang on. I, I, a part of me felt like they were kind of creeping back into the game, though. They were just they were getting a wee bit more of the ball. Um, although they weren't really creating much, but they were getting a wee bit more of the ball. But just slowly creeping back in yeah. and then the boys was it a shot was it a cross just a low and harder was, but it, uh, it just after uh, the deflection is just so unfortunate so unfortunate could have went anywhere mm-hmm. it just jumps into the back of the net yeah. joke just summed up summed up fortunately it nestled in the back of Dundee's net and it was one that's all. the word that's the we, word we um, obviously touched on substitutions last week and um I think when they were kind of coming into this game when they scored I was I was actually wanting Boyer to make subbies. Just I think a lot of people were mate. Yeah just Definitely. to kind of change it up a little bit and get a more get the stranglehold of the game more because mm-hmm. it did seem to be slipping a little bit even though Inverness weren't causing many problems fair enough they nah. weren't scored but they weren't causing many problems it just needed that kind of no you're not gonna you're, you're not coming back into this game like we've got the players here to date and then yeah, but it never really happened. But nonetheless, without that, we we still had plenty of chances throughout this game. Mate, we, see, see when, see when typing up the notes and actually typing, you know, like chance, chance one, chance two, chance three, and actually laying it out and actually seeing it like mm-hmm. in word format. I was just kind of like, how have we not won that game? Like the yeah. amount of chances that we've got or that we had, and not finishing the game off. It's Sickening, mm-hmm. sickening. Honestly, mate, see, trying to sum up the woman, the emotions of this game, it's just the only word I could use was deflated. There, it really yeah. was because it wasn't a like, it wasn't a like we played shite, and rightfully Inverness got a, a point, and you were kind of right. Okay, look, we played crap. Fair enough. They were shite. We were good. We controlled it, but we just couldn't finish it off. And it's just, oh, mate, it was just so frustrating. I'm still annoyed. There. They wonder. 
no wonder it's it's kind of this is happening too much with Dundee, like not finishing enough chances, and people are saying, oh, it's just bad luck, but. I think that's an easy excuse when it's happened quite a lot through the season. Like you make yeah. your own luck. If you're using the it's bad luck excuse, then yeah, you, you kind of not done the job mm-hmm. because you can't, you've not put away the chances. It's funny you mentioned luck because that Billy Dodds in his post-match interview, he was basically going, um, his team had all the luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they did, you know, yeah. obviously two goals for D's chopped off, hitting a bar twice. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, footballers obviously know about luck. It's about finishing teams off, and we just didn't do it when we had copious amounts of chances to do it. Well, we'll look at the chances that we did have. So in the first half, we even I think after the goal, Kerr, I think Cameron played in Kerr, and Kerr played it right across the goal. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that, oh, how's he not scored? I know. <sighs> the ball in for Kerr was probably just. A wee bit too ahead of him, but it was mm-hmm. great. Great wee, I'm sure it was him and Cameron. Yeah, there'd be one two, and then just yeah. like, across the box. Oh man, thought that was a goal. Thought it was a goal from where we were sat. Goal. Yeah. Fucking hell. It was a. You just think slide, slide in, and you get it. Yeah, I mean, I mm. thought he did, and I was. I, I, you're just kind of like, how's he not got his big toe on the end of that? You're ah. Oh. Mm. Ah, oh, mate. Yeah. Mm. You had a, a Paul McMullen scuff shot, which mm. just went past. It just kind of went past everybody and evaded the post. Also, that was uh, actually 100 appearances for Dundee. Uh, 100 appearances, that's something else, like 100 assists as well. <laughs> it feels like 100 assists. He's doing way, well. Honestly, the way this Twitter um, back and forth between uh, Dundee and United fans about Paul McMullen, you'd, you'd think he'd had 250 assists or something. I thought you had. Yeah, well, it's debatable. We're going to look back we'll, at some of them. and We'll dive into that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that McMullen chance, like he took, it was a great wee touch and then he just hit it. And I thought Robinson looked like he was trying to get a wee back heel on it just to kind mm-hmm. of take it away, uh, just bring it towards the goal. But uh, just went through his legs. Shite! Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we also had uh, Mulligan's header, but he was more, his body wasn't in the right way. Ah, he was stretching for it, but yeah. see what see watching that again. I kind of thought the defenders kind of done that wee back into him and tried. I don't he's know. Put him off. He's put, he put him off. Put yeah, him he off. Didn't, yeah. Didn't what a defender was going to do and put him off. Yeah. Okay. Again, the goal was kind of it was gaping there. Just needed that. Mm. He needed that more direct contact on the header. But like the, Ashcroft or something with his bulldozer yeah. of a forehead. Yeah. And that would have been one that nestled into the back. And I'm loving the word nestled just now. <laughs> right, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. It is a great word, though. But I don't think if Mulligan had connected with that, I don't think it would have nestled into the net. I think it would have burst the net. Before the obvious, though, uh, chance, we will look at the the two headers of the... Hello. <laughs> somebody, somebody, at somebody at the windy probably delivering <laughs> um, anyway, we uh, actually hot two headers off the bar in the space of a minute <sighs> first point Ashcroft I mean that was a McGee McGee was it McGee oh I thought it was Ashcroft ah uh, McGee the like, ball's whipped in it kind of goes about and then McGee just McGee just headers it like just getting it on target that's, that's what he was trying to do just kind of mm-hmm. guide it but then just, oh, just hits the top of the bar. And, and then, like you says, a minute later, we Lyle Cameron. Yeah. What a ball in for the boy Hannon. Like, I was, I was, I was, when looking back on the highlights, 
I didn't appreciate it at the time how good a ball it was. And it was a great ball, and, and it was some, a great, it was a great header as well. Like just especially wee looping size. Ah, <laughs> uh, just a wee looping header, and then it hit the Demba bar. Couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah, what I was thinking of uh, when I said uh, Ashcroft and forgot about McGee. Um, McGee, it fell to him just after Cameron did it, and he just miscontrolled it. And they're saying that even it would have been on his left foot, and everybody was in that penalty box. I think that was McGee as well, mate. That's what I'm saying. I've got... I got oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm still <laughs> getting mixed now. Yeah, yeah. no, ill-prepared. See this when you're marking notes. It doesn't, it doesn't suit me because I still get everything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, like when the, the ball came down to McGee, I don't know why he's trying to take a touch. How's he not just trying to wrap his foot around it? I'd, uh, Left foot though, isn't it? So what, man? I'd, I'd, this uh, annoys me about certain footballers, man. I, I don't know if like, players have got a stronger foot, but I still think if you're a professional, you should be able to use both feet. Mm-hmm. Even there, I still feel he should have wrapped the foot around that, you know, obviously, but it's just... Mm-hmm. I'm getting even... Well, if you weren't annoyed as much just there, let's get you really annoyed, Paul, because we're going oh, to go oh. on about Lyle Cameron's disallowed goal. Wow. Jesus Christ, man. Hey, in the name of the wee man, what happened there? Because... Jeezy peeps, man. Yeah. <laughs> Every honestly, you can see that he wasn't the offside at all. You could fucking see it for fucking. You could probably have seen that for Tanadice. Mm-hmm. God, like the defenders, like Boyer says, and like everybody said, the defender was in the box. Lyle was outside the box when the ball's played. He's in the D. How how is that offside? Again, we could see it from where we are, ah, mate. I'm. Ugh. You didn't need VAR for that. Like no. anybody with fucking anybody with one eye could have fucking seen that. Fucking heck. What makes it worse is how good a goal it was. Fucking class goal. Robinson's Daisy Cutter. Right. Oh, it, oh how that the, the vision on him to put it there. And equally the, the vision on Cameron to make that run to the ball to get yep. it. He and anticipated he, it because it went through two defenders and see mm-hmm. when I first saw it, it was kind of like how have neither of those defenders got it? But it's like the the first one put the second one off and it goes through his legs. But the anticipation from Cameron, like he says, he's following the the ball, where it's going to go, where it's potentially going to go. Great wee first touch, composed finish, 2-1 Dundee. That was it. But fucking linesman. <laughs> <laughs> I went through two of the four Cali defenders that were playing them on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ah, oh, mate. Ah, oh. Unbelievable, unbelievable, and then like like at the time it was like, how's that how's that offside? Ah, and then you kind of start to think, ah, maybe he was, maybe he was. But then everybody putting the video up and putting the screenshot up of when the ball was played, it's unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Adam, it, no matter what anybody said, run me. Even like some people start to doubt it, saying ah, he was maybe offside a wee bit. I was totally uh, no, nah, I'm not having that. He was not offside <laughs> at all. Was not offside at all. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Seen, I've seen the ball getting played. i seen his run. He's no offside. What a honking decision for the linesman. Horrible. Speaking of well, officials, the, the officials seem... Surprised that they're fucking wearing tangerine. The, <laughs> the, the officials, um, the, especially the ref, was so laid back in this game. Even, oh, yeah. you that? Even when stuff was happening, he just kind of... Like swandered over to, to the, the back seat and just, yeah, but he ages so. to do yeah. stuff. 
Well, most refs are running up and brandishing yellow cards, and that's another thing. The amount of times Dundee got past a Cali player and got hacked down, and it took him fucking ages to brandish a yellow card. Mm-hmm. And then even, I think they'd done about, might have been two or three tackles in the space of two minutes to stop a Dundee player going past them. Uh, and it was the third one before he even thought about giving a yellow card. Yeah, but, absolutely. And, was, and the first two were probably worse than the third then. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, I understand, like, referees want to let the game flow and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, maybe no gear boy a card for his first tackle and all that kind of stuff. But it was getting, ah, what's the word? What's the word? Oh, I can't even think, but it was just, it was blatant foulery. <laughs> That's even a word, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was, again, and and loads of teams do that against us. It's this rotational fouling. Like, but ah, that shit needs stamped out, man. It's clear and obvious that they're, they're trying to stop Dundee, obviously, on a counter and whatnot, with, and just putting boys in the air with blatant fouls, and then the ref just... Uh, fucking, I'll get him the next time. But he doesn't get him the next time because it's another boy that's did the foul. It's a shambles. Yep. Bailing. Absolutely. Ah, sh- oh, mate. I oh, can't believe, like, obviously we're recording this pod earlier than normal, so I've not got a can open. <laughs> It'll be a bit too early to open a can. I think there's withdrawal symptoms happening here. And I'm getting Maybe. of it. I think you are. Paul's went cold turkey. There's no <laughs> good sight. I'm sat here with a can of Coke. <laughs> a nice wee coffee. This is just not me. What's we the you had that last week as well? What's we the coffee and uh, soft drink combo that you're producing here? I like to mix it up. Most people just hear coffee or just hear tin of juice and. I don't care. I'm not most people. <laughs> you certainly know. I do my own thing. <laughs> I like chopping and changing between the flavors. Anyway. It's just, ah, man, I'm just, ah, fucking livid at that. Uh, like, you know how bad it was? See, after that game, you know, boy didn't even go for a pint. That's how bad it was. Couldn't it's believe like, it. It's for not, not having it. I was like, ah, right, I will go for a wee swifter. And he was just like, nah. And I was like, come on, I agree with you. And then just, like, walk down Den's Road, nearly in tears. <laughs> <laughs> It was mad, like, when, when I got home and I was like, you know what, I'll type up my notes, it's fresh in the memory, I stuck a wash on, sparked up the laptop, and I'm no joking, I just sat and just stared at the laptop until the wash was done, hour and a half, 90 minutes, just sat there, just like, this is pish. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just, it's, it's a hard one to take, it's a, an extremely hard one to take, especially what is going into, you know, obviously Inverness, Thistle, Cove, these three games coming up, that's nine points. That should yeah. be nine points. Bang. Like like banker guaranteed nine points for the three games and we've fallen at the first hurdle. And I'm sorry, but a point against that shite is unacceptable in my view. But but the thing is, like it says, you know, just, we never took our chances. We had we should have won that game. It's just another just Dundee all over a season, mate. It's another two points drop. And um, an indifferent start to the start of the year. So we are currently ten games in since the start of the year. We've won three, drew three, and lost four. So it's not championship winning form right now. Well, this is the thing. Like, I mean, it, it probably goes in almost hand in hand with the amount of boys that were brought in. I don't know. We were crying out for boy, like signings and signings, but is it they've no gelled? There's too many guys came in at once. It's just. I, I, I don't know. I, I just can't, I can't put my finger on it. And the, the chopping and changing the lineups, man, it's just, nah, it's, it's fucking hell, man. There's what? How many games to go the end of the season? But 11, 12, something like that. 
he should know his he should know his best he should know his best eleven by now for fuck's sake. Yeah. Mm. I think somebody said there's still like thirty three games to play. Uh thirty three uh, points to play for, sorry. Mm. Um so what we're twenty six games into it now, we're twenty five, I think we've got eleven. Yeah. Um You'd be looking at twenty if it's thirty three points left, you want twenty five minimum. Yep. For me anyway. Just off the top of my head, I had 25 minimum. You can afford to drop a few points away from home, potentially. But yeah, like we said last week, we've got to win the home games. And we should have fucking won on Saturday, but we didn't. Yep. Oh, I feel like myself just getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> you are an angry man, to be honest. I, 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 this, whole public, this whole public face that you put on, this nice, cheerful... Uh, happy go luck boy and all that eh? can like ah, look at me grazer on Twitter I hear the banter <laughs> but really I've got oh, I do I do, mate. I do, I do. behind closed doors Oof. I just uh, <laughs> I'm just you know what it's just it's so like you just want you obviously you want your team to win win all the time and we should have won and it's just it's a really hard one to take and I'm a bad loser so mm. and that uh, people could probably tell you stories about that. I'm a really bad loser. I'm the yeah. one that throws the Monopoly board in the air. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> me. That's me. They land on Mayfair and I've got fucking three hotels <laughs> right in the air. <laughs> I just hate that. I just I know I know we never got beat, but it, it feels for me it feels like a defeat. Yeah. Well, I'll never play in a game of Jenga with you. Definitely not, mate, because you'll be wearing <laughs> the majority of it. <laughs> Well, I was the same as you, mate. I went home and I uh, deflated. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, we should have won that. And my household wasn't that happy when I went home because my missus is obviously a United fan. So, like, football chat was just out the window that night. See, <laughs> that's was... another thing. Obviously, <laughs> after the game, never went for a pint. So, obviously, a pint might have cheered us up, but we didn't do that. But even the United result, even that couldn't bring a smile to my face. Like it was just, I was just, I was just empty. It was just, honestly, it was just devoid of emotion. It was just like you were an empty uh, vessel. You were soulless. Like that boy, like that meme that you see, the guy from Narcos, where he's just sat on the swing, <laughs> contemplating life. That was me sitting Paolo, waiting on my washing getting done, just like Paulo Escobar. Oh yeah, definitely me. <laughs> just sat there, just contemplating life, staring into the oblivion. It was just. Shite. Yeah, what's it all about? What's this all about? What's the yeah, meaning? I, I, that was it, man. It was just... Uh, I went ahead thinking to myself, why the fuck did I support a football team? It's nothing but heartbreak. I know, but... Yeah, why do we do it to ourselves? But we do it for the love of the club. <laughs> it's like an, an illicit affair. You just keep going back. I've got a funny feeling. I See, if it didn't support Dundee, I think I would probably still look about 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Genetics. I think it, uh, Dundee's just aged me. I seen your jeans, Poplins. In my Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, where were we? <laughs> I was just ready to go and uh, do a recap of the results of Slate the weekend. Rafe and Air played each other. It was a dull nil nil. I think there was apparently a miss by Rafe, I want to say. It shows you how much attention I played I paid to this game. Um <laughs> <laughs> somebody, did, somebody did miss apparently, but the the, the bottom line is it was nil nil. Was it no the boy Dempsey at air? Was it no? Ah, fuck knows. Yeah, I'm like yeah. you. I wasn't really paying attention. I never even watched that game. No, I, I turned it on for the first twenty five minutes, I think. And yeah, it was Dempsey. It I was right. It was like 
this isn't a good game. I'll just see it at the end. So nil nil, good result for us, obviously. Very good. And then you um, were thinking, right? Yeah. Good result for us, right? Mm-hmm. We we went on. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> so other results: Arbroath Partick nil nil. You had Cove were beating Morton up until late, but Morton came back and won two one. Good and result for them. The the one, yeah, really good result keeps their momentum going for the playoffs. And also this one. Before the pub in the clip, speaking to my mate James Ferry, and I was saying to him, and he was in agreement with me as well. He, I was actually that brought it up. Anywho, it was the Hamilton Queens Park game, and we all thought Hamilton. I've got a really good chance to win this. I think they had won six games, drew one, and lost one in the last eight. Mm. So it was looking good for them to go into this game, especially on back-to-back wins against Cali. Mate, and, that was that was the general consensus in Fruz before the game as well. A lot of people were saying the same thing that they thought Hamilton would have took something, you know, even a point maybe, but then to get scalped, humped, absolutely humped, four one, thrown a bit like an empty trackie. Queens Park are doing the things that teams that win the league do, putting the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. we've also got shitty linesmen that are kind of stopping it and trespass obviously so um, but they no are excuses, doing what so. was to be done yeah thing is I had, to, I had to be a look at them and it's something like they've scored three or more goals in a game like I think it's eight games so far through the season maybe a bit more but that's the thing They're, they are just scoring and just putting teams to the sword yeah the thing is but with f- Queen's Park though when they're bad and they get they're beat bad. they're bad yeah hmm but when they're good, they're knocking the ball. They're nestling that ball into the net quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> really spatting my coffee there. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, good result for them though. But it, it was uh, I was just shite. I had to, obviously on the flash scores and notifications for that game and it was just like 1-0, 2-0. You were just, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And then watching those like scores coming in and watching what we were seeing on the pitch, just going like, come on! Yeah. Hmm. But when substitutions were made and it kind of killed the game as well, Robertson going off and my threat was gone. And, oh, yeah. I, I, like you say, he just went home and you just wanted to sit in the shower and have the cold water pouring on you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sitting there greeting. <laughs> But listen, Paul, it might not be our doom and gloom because we've got a game in hand on Tuesday at the Kilmark Stadium, or as we hey. call it, Dens Park. So, this is a must-win now. Mm-hmm. We're sitting four points behind Queen's Park. We can't afford any more slip-ups. That is a it's it's a win. It's a must-win for Dundee. That's it, mate. That, that's pretty much what I've typed up. That's a must-win. Simple as that. <laughs> No, no points, no points, no one point. It's got to be three points or fuck all. Mm-hmm. This will be Partick's fourth away tie on the trot, actually. Good. Yeah, and then that four matches, they've won one, drew one and lost two. Since the start of the year, they've played eight. They've won three, drew one and lost four. So they are, they are really indifferent. And also, mm-hmm. it's been like that for a while with them. We have got to really think that... We have to go out there in the first half and totally try and hammer them. I just let's, smash let's, them at the park. Yeah. Smash them at the park so they didn't even want to come out the bloody changing rooms at half uh, for the second half. Just fucking destroy them in the first half, man. Looking Absolutely at the destroy table, them. 
they they're sitting on thirty seven points, so a win here for them would take them three points behind us. Exactly. It's it's one of those kind of fine margins game. Like they win, mm-hmm. they're back in it. We win, and we've got that nine point gap against them. Yeah, so I think before this game we had a good uh, uh, gap, a good points gap with them that they've kind of whittled down a little bit. Yeah, they beat air the other week. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, the other week. Good result for them. Um, I just see for me like if we'd won against Inverness, we could be going into this game like, yep, we're confident. We're we that's one box ticked. Let's get the second box ticked. But with that draw at home, I feel like it's just putting on added pressure to of the course. team. Of putting on added has. pressure. Now it's like, fuck, we have to win. We yeah. have to win. Shit, we better not fuck things up because the fans will get on our back even more. <laughs> that, that's that's it. R- results and. Obviously, the way things went in the Cali game adds pressure onto the team. Aye. There's no doubt about it. But it's, the players will come out and say it doesn't. They'll just keep doing what they're doing. And it would eventually just like write itself um, in the next game. But no, no, no way. They, they know like that Queen's Park could be getting a couple of feet ahead of Dundee in this title race. Hmm. And a defeat on uh, Tuesday or even a draw, to me, neither are good enough. It has to be a win. Has to be a win. That is a full fucking stop. Full stop. Win or bust. Mm-hmm. It's a, a point is for me is just no, no going to be acceptable at all. It's not what we need. You... And it, we have to win to keep that fucking momentum up. And sorry, uh, to keep the pressure on Queens Park. You know what I mean? If if we get a point, then what are the? There's three points clear. Is that? I think there'll be three points clear. Still. Um, what if we if we win? No, if we get a point. Oh, if we get a point. Like, so, if we draw, yeah, yeah there's still three points clear if, if we draw. So, eh. yeah. So we really uh, need the haters doing to a point. Like you say, a couple of weeks ago, it was a case of we could be going into our game in hand, um, potentially going a couple of points above them, and now it's going mm-hmm. into this game in hand, just trying to claw back to a point behind them. If we get to a point behind them, then come Saturday, obviously we've got Cove and they've got Morton. You know what I mean, but mm. yeah, we have we've got to win. It's I, I, I know I've already said it, and maybe jumping the gun a wee bit, but it's one or bust. No, mate. For me, at this stage of the season, this is us into the last quarter. This is us into the last uh, uh, the business end. Here. Yes, yes, the business end of the the season. Every game is a must win. There's no, there's no more. We'll get a point here. It's okay. Kind of a couple of pods ago, I was saying, if we get a point here and, and whatnot, it's no bad result. Now it changes the way results have went. Defeats have, Dundee have had a couple of defeats, a couple of draws. Mm-hmm. Now is the point where it's a win. That's it. Like you said there, maybe no win or bust straight away, but it gets close to that. If, it if does, because I mean, for, for me, then Queens are going to be going, <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> No worried about them. Do you know what I mean? They can't even beat Inverness, who are pish at home. And then, say, we're going to beat Thistle. Can't even beat them either. Pish. They, they'll be like, they'll they'll just saunter it. They'll just go at a canter. Mm-hmm. But if we can get that get that one point behind them, then come Saturday, five 4.45, we'll see who's top of the league. Yeah. So f- the the matches last uh, next week in the Championship, Hamilton and Arbroath on the Friday night. Um, again, that will not really bother us that much. Oh, that'll be on, on the TV. That'll be on the TV, I think. Yeah, so 
I mean, be, avoiding, avoiding that like the plague. <laughs> what the hell? Who chose that for the TV? <laughs> they, were, they were literally probably be like named at that game. I think they're purely doing that for Dick Campbell's interviews. That'd be it. Actually, come on. Actually, Paul, have we not seen this? There is a reason. That's the bottom of the table clash. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> On the Saturday, here in Vaness, which is a tasty game. Mm. Partick Reef, another one. Us against Cove, away to Cove, uh, which we'll speak about in a minute. Mm. And yeah, Queen's Park, uh, home to Greenock Morton. A lot of games here that you want to end in a draw and one that you want to end in a Morton win. That's it, mate, mate. That is it. Nail on the head because that's exactly what I've typed up. Yeah. That, that, mate, that's what I've typed up. Everybody else draw, we win. That'll do. That 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 is it. That's actually what I've typed. Yeah, even yeah, you're right. Even um, Queens Park Bottom. To be honest, if that if we win on Tuesday and win on Saturday, I'd happily let that uh, be a point apiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, because so, like if Morton win, there's always that chance of them kind of making a a wee beeline uh, for the title, a wee charge. Maybe not, but you know they're, they're gathering momentum a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll just be. Yeah, obviously, six points for the next two games. That's the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. So fuck Queens. <laughs> so the Cove game on Saturday. It's up at Cove. They have last nine games since the start of the year uh, or the turn of the year. It's been played nine one two. Oh no, sorry. Oh Jesus, uh, played nine one one. Drew two, lost six. The last <laughs> five games at home, zero wins, two draws, and three defeats. And up steps Dundee. Well, they have signed Michael O'Halloran, who this St Johnson. Yeah, I think St Johnson fans haven't too bothered about him going. He's, he's not a good really. Player. Well, I still think he's a, a player that probably could do something in the championship. So straight away. There's your danger man to look at. For Danny! <laughs> I thought we said we weren't going to highlight people. I've put oh, my fuck it. Uh, nah, fuck well, that's yeah. it. That's, yeah. But he's a, he is a good player. I've always thought he was a good player. And mm-hmm. he's he's going to still have the legs for this, like for the championship, I think. And he, he could make a difference, but it's up to us to make sure he does now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what kind of Tactics Hartley's going to do. We've seen it at Dens a couple of weeks ago. Play 10 I, midfielders. Yeah. <laughs> I believe uh, Cove, I think they've got the, the plastic pitch, haven't they? Oh. So Sorry, I'm you, just finishing finish, off my coffee. You'll finish off your beverage, mate. Just, uh, we'll just wait on you. It's a coffee. Well, didn't see me here with any juice or coffee. Is the game face on? Yeah, that's fair enough, but I'm no like slurring my words or that. At least I'm keeping my, my mouth lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Hi, my name's Daniel Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, look Sorry, at me, man. Paul Gray, look at me on Twitter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, mate. Sorry. I take that back. I don't. <laughs> But yeah, we should be we should be looking. At, at, it's got to be six points. That's what we should be looking at. I'm not saying we're going to get six points, but that's what we'll be looking at is six points for these two games. And we've got to get it, Dense. Got to get off the flyer. 
Caribbean Latin teams come to us. We know Patrick Armney doing too well just now. Um, Jobby McCall got flushed at his job. And I think they've got Chris Doolan in. <laughs> yeah, Chris Doolan's in, yeah, interim. Yep. So I mean, we, we know that Patrick Fizzle have got players there that can hurt you, but they've also got a really inconsistent team at the same time. It's what team rolls up at Dens on Tuesday. But regardless of what team rolls up, we should be putting out the best team that we've got because we know that the best team that we got can produce itself. Aye, of course. Of course it can. Put the best team out, wipe the floor with them in the first half. And see, the, the really annoying thing for me at times, like I, I touched on about the Inverness game, like we were on top, but then they just slowly were creeping in. We need to stop teams doing that. We need to stop teams just yeah. creeping back into the game. Just take the game by the scruff of the neck, keep the ball, that's it. Like make them chase it. That's it. Like, just control the game, see it out, couple of goals, clean sheet, job done. And if um, Ryan Sweeney can work on his kicking the ball at the defence this next couple of days, that'll be fine. Kim all the shite. Kim all the shite. Kim all the shite. See in the derry, like when their goal went in, obviously it took a deflection off of Sweeney, and it was a, yeah. it was an unfortunate deflection. Oh yeah, yeah. But but then see after that, like. Anything he did wrong, the slightest thing he did wrong, the amount of people that were behind me on his back, it was an absolute uh, joke because he was having a brilliant game. He was actually having a really good... Him and Ashcroft were having a great game. Yeah. Um, and then people just jumped on his back after that deflected goal. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like, I was close to just turning around telling shut, uh, people to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Beep. Yeah, no, nah, wasn't it? Nah, nah. wasn't it? Wasn't but happy, see, like. I, I, I never knew that because I sit up in the Bobby Cox, so people just boo anyway. So regardless no, of what's no. happening... We could score a goal and just boo because it wasn't flash enough or fancy enough. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt before the game, I was like, I had to the old boy, I was like, look, Marshall, Marshall started the day, guaranteed. And then the team sheet come up, Marshall. And I felt really bad for him because you could see that he's trying, he's he's trying too hard though. Mm-hmm. And people, he needs to just stuff that. Just get back to doing the basics, mate. That's all you've got to do. Like, he's, he's just, he's focused obviously on his case. I've been on his case a lot of the season. Fair enough, hold my hand up. But, He's 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 making his own issues for himself. He's he is trying far too hard. He just needs to get a foot on the ball, play it to the defence. That's it. So you gotta do, mate. Do speaking the basics. Of, speaking of fans uh, shouting stuff, there's a boy behind me and he's fantastic because some of the stuff he shouts is amazing. Like even <laughs> the game he was showing that the I think Carly were making a subby in the eightieth minute or something. And obviously the ball goes out, the ref stops the game. Uh, happening and he starts fucking laying into the ref. What you stopping the effing game for getting another? And everybody's like, <laughs> he's so fucking, he's back in the subby, and he's like, yeah, but just be letting them. And it's like, what? <laughs> and a few boys, I guess Stephen touched in front of me. He was like, this is near like, like what you call Riverside, like on the rates that like, you just put rolling subbies on, and can you got to stop the game? Um, another one was when Lyle Cameron got the man in the match award. <laughs> mm. Somebody shouted. That's fucking atrocious. And I was mm. like, you're never going to win. You're never going to win. <laughs> I mean, I didn't That's think... Cameron's yeah. had better games. He, he's had he better ha- games. He has. He but has had better games. It was still a good game for him. Like, that shows, shows how good you. he is. It was this way to say, yeah. He wasn't he, he wasn't on all cylinders, but he was still like getting the... You've seen some of the balls he was crossing, spraying across the pitch. <sighs> stuff like cross that. Field ball, cross field yeah. balls. I mean, he's... he's Range of passing is unbelievable. Like, 
Yeah, really is. But I'd, uh, for me, I would probably give it to either Ashcroft or Sweeney. I thought they both had really good games. Yeah, I wasn't here and I did get out Sweeney. Well, it kind of was, but he's kicking out. But um, a lot of his shame on out, you. A lot of his punts out, uh, up the park ended up out the pitch. But I never knew that about the 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 wee bit of the chance. No I just chance. I just couldn't believe it. Just like just anything he did was just like getting. Criticised, and it was just kind of like. Have you ever what? defended on that? Sh- the boys taking a shot. You're always going to stick your foot. Out. You're going to try and stop yeah, no. and even get into the ball. I like you say it was unfortunate. Well, like I said, there wasn't a peep. There was not a peep about his performance until after that, and I was mm. kind of just like, I mean, he's obviously his head's going to be his head will probably be down, you know, because it's well, basically it's an OG. Mm-hmm. But then people jumping on his back even more. I'm just like, what are you doing? See if you're here to just moan. Off you pop, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's me fucking moaning all the way through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should that... fuck off. <laughs> well, a few people have maybe no. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, the yeah, it's unfortunate with stuff like that happens because it gets highlighted more if there's a not a mistake, but a, an event like that in the game happens against the player, and if they've been mm. having a good game up to that, it's not the good game that people remember. It's nah. the ball hitting off their foot into the back of the net but that's it we'll not speak anymore about football that's it it's done and dusted what's happened happened we just have to go with, roll with the punches and hope that the team go out and absolutely batter somebody um, so absolutely and, yeah. leather yeah that's all that's the put them in the sword the medicine to sort out Saturday would mm. be to do that yep but again if it's a 1-0 magic but I would oh, yeah. really love to go and just thump them god whose car's that um, just go and thump them you know what I mean mm-hmm. well while somebody makes a quick getaway out Paul Street Paul's not getting away that easy because <laughs> oh yes we are moving on to the D-Archive oh, so oh. That's we always end the pod but listen before we go on to the D-Archive uh, I just want to point out I put it on Twitter that I'm currently shifting through copious amounts of VHS tapes and some of the highlights are absolutely bangers. There's so far as 87 is the furthest I've went back and there's a lot 87, 88, 89 and um, what was it again? <laughs> the, the B&Q Cup uh, final, 1990, I got the highlights for that one, which is quite good. I think I've only ever seen the goals, so I've got the highlights for that one. And there is lots of highlights from 2000, 97 actually, to 2004. But I've also got... That'll be class. Yeah, well, I've also got a lot more tapes that go up to 2006 and seven, And uh, it's not just like two-minute highlights here and there. A lot of them are like 20 minutes, like 15, 20 minutes, some of them half an hour. So it is good stuff. And obviously that has been the tapes we donated by Willie Reed. Um, and he has got like 40-odd VHS tapes, plus many more DVDs, and I think he says he's also got friends who have old Dundee VHS tapes that he is going to get for me. So this ah, is... Quality. Uh, I tried to convert some of them last night, and see, they're out of sync when you do that, uh, convert VHS tapes onto uh, your laptop in the digital form. The sound is always out of sync. And it is a bloody nightmare putting it together. I think out of the five or six tapes that I've done so far, I think there's something about like 50 match highlights on them. So 
it's not just a sit down five minute and there we go. No, because you know what? I, I was actually speaking to my dad about this and telling him he was like, "Ah, bloody hell, that's a full time job he's doing." You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it sounds like it is, mate. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm absolutely choking. The my old boy's on that all the time. He's like, "Oh, and I loaded up my laptop and like, the archive, son." And I'm like, "That's cool as anything, man. I love it." Yeah, but many, many other like many. Many games do you think the, these highlights are probably going to cover? Uh, loads, loads. Because even the new batch you gave me, there's even one like a, it's a, got Dundee Derbies on it and it's from like some of them 84 on uh, and onwards. And I think some of them I looked at, I thought, oh, I've not seen them before, so it's good. I'll get them. That's good. At least you missed out 83. So. <laughs> yeah, never happened. <laughs> yeah, they, they VHS got banned. <laughs> <laughs> it was Betamax back then, so we never yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, listen, we've also got other people, Steve Boland, he's got in touch, he's got lots of them, but I'm just going to have to try and get through the ones from uh, Wally's before I take on any more, and there is a, another gentleman on Twitter or Facebook, can't remember, he's messaged me saying he's got some tapes from the 80s, and also another person who I was told to get in touch with got in touch with me, saying that he's got lots and lots of highlight packages, so... I'm going to meet up and look through what he's got and kind of siphon through what, what I don't need and what I do need. So That's exciting, is, like. Mate, there's going to be so much getting put on to this YouTube channel. It's unbelievable. I think I've already got like 120-odd videos, which when you look at some other clubs' channels, it's no much, but mm. it's just, honestly, within the next few months, once I'm able to figure out how to bloody convert these um, or uh, line up the audio, I'll just be piling them on. And uh, it's just going to like the, the library's going to double, even like treble, I think, with the amount of stuff that's getting handed in. So that, that, that's that. Yep. So I'm kind of going to stop putting stuff on the matches just now on the website because I'm just going to try and uh, put all my effort into this, uh, onto the tapes. And obviously, big, up, big up, big up yourself, Danny. Honestly, what a job you're doing, mate. Honestly, I'm not just saying that, like, but and also for my wife, if she listens, I'm still going to put the, the effort into my family. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not forgotten about. No, it's almost it's almost like the side project has become the main end, and the family's become the. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. Uh, that'll be getting edited before you get fucking slapped. <laughs> <laughs> But let's move on to the On This Day with the D Archive. Class. So we have February the 27th. It was a 7-1 victory away to Hearts on 1965. Andy Penman, the penalty king, opened the scoring. He grabbed another on the 25th minute. Kenny Cameron scored on the 27th. Then Andy Penman got his hat-trick on the 50th minute. Alan Cousin made it number five just after half-time before Kenny Cameron decided that Andy Penman wasn't getting all the plaudits and he grabbed two goals to get his hard trick all before the 76th minute. And then actually... Some some names you've just rattled off there, like... It was 7-1 and there was eight, eight goals, all of them were Dundee goal scorers because Alan Cousin put the ball in the back of the net in the 85th minute to go down as an OG, so... He just thought he gave them a wee consolation. There you go, boys. Uh, he was trying to get his hat trick, but he, he only managed to get two. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, February the 28th, 1 0 1 against Sipram, 1998. It was the year that we won the championship. James Grady scored in the first minute, and then that was it. I would have definitely been at that game. 
looking at the attendance, 3,365. Yeah. I feel low, but... Yeah. Probably because we were pretty shite. <laughs> yep. Yeah. To be fair, if, if we win a game in the first 60 seconds, you know, a lot of people are going to be going, are there? So, um, <laughs> March the 1st, that was at Dense Park, 2014. 2-0 against Morton, Christian Nadi in the 13th minute and Peter McDonald in the 86th. Oh, again, players there, like yeah. Again, another year that we went on to win the league. Um, I think it was actually top versus bottom clash, bottom or bottom in the league, mm. which again probably means nothing. It's just fucking useless stats getting flung about here. Ah, but you've done your research, Danny. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> March the second, Dundee did what they couldn't do on Saturday and beat Inverness two one at Dens. It was 2021 and it was behind closed doors. Max Anderson put us in the lead in the 10th minute before Jason Cummins, uh, Cummins scored in the 45th um, just before half time. Nikolai Tordorov scored in the 75th minute, but they weren't able to come back and Dundee claimed the win. Again, another ah. season in the Championship slash First Division that we went on to get promoted also mm. via the playoff. So, what are we on now? March the 3rd. Now, this one, I've got the highlights for it. It's on YouTube. It's away to St. Johnston, 2001. 3-2 Dundee. Gary Boland opened scoring. Gavin, <laughs> Ray. <laughs> yeah. um, Gavin Ray, I think his goal was an absolute peach in this game. He equalised. Juan Sarah put us in the lead. Paul Kane penalty in the 78th minute drew it level. And Javier Artero got the winner two minutes from time. And then a minute after that, Big Gary Bowling got his marching orders and got sent off. <laughs> Get up, yeah, yeah, fat baldy prick. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> last but not least, the fourth of March. Actually, no, we've still got another day, so forget to scrub that. The fourth of March. It was at Dens Park, nineteen ninety-five, two-nil against Hamilton. Jerry Britton scored in the second minute, and Mike Teasdale in the seventy-first. No, do. That'll do. And I think we've got have we got one mayor? We've got one mayor. No. This is March the fifth. And I had to go all the way back to nineteen forty nine for the, the Dundee victory on this day. <laughs> and as it started, it it will end. It was at Tincastle and it was a four two victory for Dundee in the Scottish Cup quarter final. Ali Gunn, George Hill, Sid Jerry and Johnny Patello got the goals. Quality. And that was it. That's all she wrote, Paul. That's it. Well, that's all I've got to say this week. There's nothing else. We've covered everything. We've done our notes. I would just like to say, get it right up, Gary Bowling again. <laughs> he lives next door to my mum and dad, eh? 20, 22 years and they're still loving it. Can't stand him. <laughs> I mind I got introduced to him in Clark's pub for one of my pals and it just went nice to meet you you are a bastard and he just walked away <laughs> <laughs> these things happen <laughs> yep but yeah well done mate that's honestly we've, we've done well again done well again you've done well well yeah I can only I can only but try Paul nah you do mate you're, you're doing a great job but listen see um the after the Partick game in Cove, we've actually got Partick away on the 18th of March. So just wanting to know, 
I'm just trying to think of anything to engage the, the listeners and the fans in this podcast. If anybody's got any good stories from away days at Fir Hill uh, that would like to share, just tweet them in. Well, any good ones, we'll read out. Any bad ones, you're kind of bad because we didn't read them out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Fir Hill for frills. That's how the old saying goes, isn't it? Yeah, What's, I think I'm going to go with that game, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what stories have you got? What games, what kind of things happen to you at the games? What happens to you going to the games? You're coming back from the game. Did you even make it? Mm. Why? Tell us why you never made it. Just anything. <laughs> just anything, eh? Um, just try to engage some of the, the old listeners into the, the podcast. And uh, yeah, but we'll be back next week. Hopefully, speaking about Twa wins. If no, Paul will be back on his swing looking at his washing like Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> Again, like I say, Paul, good to have you on as pair. Thanks, man. You've been a shining light on this podcast. As always. And until next week, go Dundee. One of these. <laughs>